songs actually say things. So if you're yeah. a leader, you know, you're not just putting a song that's a hit in, yep. in your in your liturgy, in in your collection of in your service. Um, you're picking songs that are saying something. Yes. And so what do these songs say? Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello, welcome to the Soundless Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. And David, today we are talking about something that you came up with the idea for. Yeah, I'm excited. We're talking about... Of course, you're excited that you came up with the idea. How we <laughs> use the songs from Changing God, Volume 1. You sent me an email the other day. Yeah. Uh, tell us how this came to be. Yeah, many years ago, you wrote a blog post. If I wrote a blog post, it was many, many years ago. <laughs> That's true. Um, about Sooner Count the Stars, um, which is a great album. You In the blog post, you talked about, here are the songs on the album, here's what it says, and here's how we use yeah. it. And I thought... Man, that is that is so great because um, so often people will hear a single re-release and go, "I'll take that one." Yeah, yeah. Well, and a lot of people, are, us included, are releasing songs as singles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we love that. We love that it's getting out to you. But we we also want to release seven songs. We want to release 14 songs. We want to have a lot of songs that say different things Yes, um, because there's so many different uses uh, and different contexts that you could use those songs in, um, like a call to worship, like a confessional song, like a benediction. And so I just thought it'd be fun to talk about just one of our volumes. So volume one of Unchanging God, where did the song come from? And how do we use it in Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville on Sundays? Yes. Yeah. And one of our hopes in doing this is not just to introduce you, if you don't know them, to the songs we've done on this album, but also to, to help us think more carefully about the fact that songs actually say things. So if you're yeah. a leader, you know, you're not just putting a song that's a hit. In, yep. in your in your liturgy, in in your collection of in your service, um, you're picking songs that are saying something. Yes. And so, what do these songs say? So, for this album, um, David, you and I contributed to six of the seven songs on it. So, I thought this would be a great one to 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 do to, to work with. Um, but as you, as we're thinking about these songs, we want to talk about. Uh, you know, where the song began, as you mentioned, what it means, and then how we might use it yeah. in a meeting. So, yeah. so, first one, How Great, based on Psalm 145. I wrote this with my son Jordan, and Nate Stiff contributed as well. Psalm 145 is just one of my favorite psalms. I mean, it's hard to pick favorite psalms, as there are 150 <laughs> of them, uh, but it it has always stood out to me as one that is just exuberant mm-hmm. in the expression of praise. It's 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 un, it's relentless. It's just a torrent of praise, and not all the psalms are like that. This is the only psalm in the Psalter that is entitled a psalm of praise. Mm. So, so it's only one of David's psalms that's entitled a song of praise, which is interesting. Yeah. There, there's something about it that captures the heart of praise like few psalms do. Yes. And it it comes at the end of, you know, a lot of psalms that talk about uh, celebration, sure, and praise, yes, but also a 
you know, being persecuted and being opposed and mm -hmm. being sick and, and songs of confession and songs of lament and all these songs we want to sing as we live. But I preached on this psalm, and, and I call it Praise Fit for a King. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the, the heart behind that was just saying that uh, if, if you see God as a king like no other, you won't rest until he has praise like no other. Because yeah. verse 3 says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. So when I was starting to work on this, I got all the hymns that had been written on the song, and you find them in some Psalters, and, um, and then I did a spread chart of, you know, this is what it says about God, this is what it says about <laughs> how we should respond, and just wanted to capture somehow what this psalm says and express musically um, the, the full engagement, you know, that, yes. that these words imply. And so it begins with, uh, you know, each day I awake from dawn to setting sun, I'm going to proclaim your greatness. And then the Psalm, uh, says in verse four, one generation shall commend your works to another. And I wanted to get something about that, about yeah. generations singing together. So this isn't just about us. Yes. Another aspect of the Psalm is, it talks about how the Lord is good to all and has his mercy is over all that he has made, but he's also good to those with whom he is in covenant. Yes. And in, in the middle of the psalm, David quotes what, what, Mo, what God said to Moses in Exodus 34, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Something that he said to his people. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the psalm, we have specific references to, to how the Lord relates to his people. The Lord is near to all who call on him in truth. Mm. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. The Lord preserves all who love him. So I want to get that aspect in as well. And then the last thing I want to include was just, it's, it's a little phrase near the end of the psalm. You know, you have all this joy, this, this great things the Lord does for us. The Lord preserves all who love him, verse 20, but all the wicked he will destroy. Mm. We can, we can often forget, you know, in, in talking about God being a God of steadfast love and mercy and compassion and a good father and gracious and all those things, he's a God of justice. Mm -hmm. And if he wasn't a God of justice, he wouldn't be a good God. God hates evil. He's opposed to it. The Bible is filled with references to how much God hates evil. Yes. So there will be a day when God destroys the works of wicked men. Mm. And we will rejoice because evil will be done with mm. forever. Yeah. So, so this is the verses originally had a different verse. We had done it in our church, Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville, for a while, and then I found out from some of the people on the in the band that they really didn't like the verse, the, the mm. melody to the verse. So we changed it. Jordan came up with the chorus. Nate helped with words, and uh, we use this as a call to worship. Yes. It, it, is, it is a great call to worship. It, it it doesn't go into the gospel. Yeah. It's just saying God is great. He's greatly to be praised. Yes. Let's lift up our voices. Yes, That's great. So great. How great? Great. Okay, thanks. All right, your words are wonderful. <laughs> song number two, you were part of the writing of the song. So yes. Uh, how, did it, how, did it, how did it start? Yeah, Nate Stiff and I uh, wrote this together. Um you will hear Nate's name a lot on this podcast. You uh, you've seen his name before. He's just a prolific writer, good friend, yes. uh, member of Sovereign Grace Church of yes, Louisville. We're so happy. Yes, praise the Lord, as of two years ago. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, all ba- obviously not based on the entire Psalm 119. That would be a really <laughs> long song. Um, and I'm glad you didn't write that song. Yes, but it is uh, specifically honing in on verses 129 through 136. Uh, your testimonies are wonderful. Uh, therefore, my soul keeps them. Mm. We really mm. wanted to write a song that that mm. captured the beauty of God's word the importance of God's word, but also uh, what his word, how his word is informing our thoughts, how we think Good. through things, how we, how we're processing that, like that, that inside voice, uh, especially if it's coming from the enemy. Uh, in verse two, you have Lord guard us from the lies the enemy mm. will speak. No guilt remains for those you have redeemed. If you're coming in on a Sunday morning thinking, I've just been listening to myself. I've been yeah. listening to the lies. Yeah. We want to just recalibrate, re-anchor re- into God's word. Um, and, and I, I, it, I think of uh, Psalm 119, 133, keep steady my steps according to your promise mm. and let no iniquity get dominion over me. We just want to be steadfast in God's word because yeah. it is it is our hope. Yes, uh, It's our anchor. And, and, and even taking it a step further, we wanted the bridge to say something that is, uh, if we've been listening to these lies, if we've been, you know, believing the lies, we want to open our eyes and mm. see, mm. give us the eyes to see, give us the ears to hear, help us when we're doubting, yes. help us in our unbelief. Because that's where we live. That's where we live. Um, and so it's... I, we we were really proud of how it turned out, and then Ben Shive really helped us uh, at the last minute on the bridge. This is we were rehearsing the songs for the album. Yes, and and you were working on it. Yes, and you know sometimes people think that a song, yeah, we just write it in five minutes, yeah, and then we much. put it on the album. Mm-hmm. Guys, it takes sometimes years to dial in yeah, a song yeah. and go, okay, it's ready. We can put it and on. And I've heard that from others as well. Yeah. So this was a joy to write. I love that it it speaks to our affections as well as our obedience. Yeah. Because you never have those separated in God's word. Mm, well said. Uh, your words are wonderful, um, great, but come write your holy truth upon our longing hearts. Strengthen us to shine against the dark. This isn't just about God's word making us feel better about life and things. It's about learning his ways. Yeah. And Psalm 119 is filled with, you know, the, the, the psalmist's response both of, I love your law, I love your words, and teach me your ways. Yes, I need it. Let me walk in your paths. How shall a young man keep his way pure by hiding your word in my heart? Messed that up. Um, but you know, Psalm, how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? Yes. And your words have I hidden in my heart uh, that I might not sin against you. So there is this all-encompassing effect the word is to have on us. Mm-hmm. And I, we just don't have enough songs like this. Mm. So we've used this. Uh, I remember after a message that Jeff Perswell preached on the word, yeah. we sang it, and Jeff came up to us afterwards and came to me and said, that was a great song, that's a great song. He said, it's one of ours, Jeff. <laughs> um, but we've used it in the context of, of the meeting as well, just any time that we want to highlight uh, the effect of God's words. These aren't just dry doctrines. They're yes. God's 
presenting himself to us. He wants to give us not just information, but as Jeff says, he wants to build relationship. And so this this song does that wonderfully. Mm. So thanks for writing it. Yes, it was a joy. You wrote another one, Bless the Lord, O My Soul. This yes. one with Dave Fournier. Yes, Dave Fournier brought these lyrics to um, a writer's retreat. One of our annual songwriters retreats. Yeah, and um, I mean... There's great songs uh, based off of Psalm 103. Psalm 103 is a pretty, pretty good text. <laughs> it's to write a great from. text. Um, but you know, these words were just so fresh. Uh, these words were so fresh to me, and so I sat down with the lyrics, and I started to write different melodies that I thought would would match. There's a lot of lyrics in this song. It's a wordy song. It's a wordy song. Um, but when I got to verse two and read. Our days will fade like flowers and are mm. quickly spent. And like the wind, our years will come and go. Mm. I, I, I thought of uh, Bob Dylan. I thought of folk music. The answer, and... my friend, is blowing in the wind. That's what I think of. <laughs> and the wind, our years will come and go. So I get it. So I felt like, um, yeah, maybe more of a country or folk feel for this song yes. will kind of give the heart of the song, which is... In all seasons, God is is faithful. Yes. God is merciful and he is gracious. Um, and, and, and a line that always sticks out to me every single time I, I've sung it is from endless springs of kindness, all mm. his blessings flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just count the ways he's been gracious. Mm. Count the ways he has, he has been kind. And um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a joy to... To write this song, it was a joy to sing this song. Yes. Um, and then I love verse three. It, it just expands into, we are just joining in on what heaven is already doing. Yes. Blessing the Lord and all creatures are going to bow and bless the Lord. Um, you know, this reminds me of a quote I forgot to share when I was talking about Psalm 145. J.I. Packer, in, in commenting on how God is, you know, good to all, but in specific ways to his beloved. He says, God is good to all in some ways and to some in all ways. Mm. And so for those who are just living, God is good to everyone. He causes yes. his Common grace. rain to fall on the, the evil and the just. But for those who have trusted in Christ, he's good to them in all ways. Everlasting favor is his covenant. Mm -hmm. I will tell his goodness through eternity. It reminds me of Romans 8, you know, for I am sure this, that I'm sure that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation <laughs> will be, that's the whole verse, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. That's the confidence we have. Yes. And I, I love that the music is so complementary to these words. Mm. It, it does. It does have that relaxed feel of, this is just true about my life. Yeah. Everlasting favor is the covenant God has made with me. He, yes. he doesn't change. Uh, that's why we call the album Unchanging God. He doesn't change like shifting shadows. He's, he is constant. We may experience different things, but he does not change. So Amen. this is a great uh, call to worship as well. Yeah, a call to worship. And it also, it also could be really confessional too, as sort of like a second or third song. Just 
All of my betrayals he will not repay. Yes, It's his yes. mercy and his kindness that draws us to himself. He covers my transgressions like the snow. Yeah, yeah it does. It gets a lot of work done. Yeah. Um, confession, assurance of pardon, and then looking forward to our heavenly inheritance. Yes. Mm, so great. The Lord Almighty reigns, Psalm 93. Uh, this began with Nate Stiff, as a lot of songs do. He was working out with John Althoff and I think brought me in somewhere along the process. I'm not even sure what I contributed to this. I, I, it it does get blurry it. in songwriter retreats. Uh, so I, I just, I remember talking to Nate about what the song should say. When it first, when he first wrote it, it, it felt a little more like a lullaby. Mm. And I mean, the psalm is just not a lullaby. Right. He wanted to communicate the rest that trusting in God provides. Yes. But it's it's a strong rest. I remember being in Australia one time uh, on the on the shore watching the waves crash against a wall and and this these words came to mind. The floods have lifted up, oh Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. Mightier than the thunders of many waters, mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. There is strength. And no matter how strong or how how mighty the waves may seem, or the flood may seem, or the storm may seem, the Lord's mightier still. <laughs> and I remember when we recorded this, we sent out uh, recordings uh, to the people who were going to come to the to the event so that they could yes, sing, sing along. Yeah, uh-huh. And I received a Facebook message from one dad who said, yeah, we've been singing this song. There's like a storm going on outside our house. And uh, we were singing this song. And it's so great to know that uh, he's stronger than the seas. He reigns when oceans roar. He reigns above the storm. And that's yes. the effect this song is meant to have. Yes. And I remember, do you remember when we were writing The Bridge... Um, wind and waves are stilled in reverence, thunder trembles in your presence, you will hold us in the tempest. Because these these truths are meant to affect us. Yep. They're not just doctrines. They're meant to have some impact on us. And the, the end of the bridge is, you will not be moved. You will hold us in the tempest, and you will not be moved. <laughs> you will not be moved. Say it four times. You will not be moved. Because you reign. Yeah. All your ways, they're, they're good for us and we will never be separated from your goodness. Again, that just that assurance that the one who reigns over all carries us in his heart. Yes. So he reigns. It's a good thing. We, we haven't used this as a call to worship, more like a, a response song, although it doesn't talk about the gospel. It assures us of God's protection and his care, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Yeah. So when life is falling apart... Uh, when everything's out of control, when up is down, down is up, he reigns above the storm. He is faithful to his promise ever here with us. Yes. So that's the Lord Almighty. A lot of songs on this album uh, are tracing that theme of his sovereignty, his unchanging nature, obviously. Yes. Um, But it's actually really, it's just fascinating to hear how it made it into all of the songs. And it's because the Psalms are talking about his his care, his sovereign care. God wants us to know who he is. Mm -hmm. And when we get together, when we gather as the church to sing, we're not just expressing our thoughts. Yes. We're not just expressing our emotions. That's that's an aspect of singing where we are teaching and admonishing one another. Even there it's it's well with thankfulness in our hearts. 
Colossians 3.16. There is an expressiveness to it, but it is a teaching and admonishing. We are reminding ourselves who God is, what he said, and why it matters. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the next song. Excellent. From Everlasting, neither you or I uh, participate in this, but I remember the first time I heard it, again, at a songwriter retreat. This was written by Lisa Clow and Lacey now Condi, who recently gave birth to twins, by the way, yes, and is doing well. Um, used to be Lacey Hudson. Uh, but they sang this song, and I, I walked into the room, and I just thought, that is so engaging. Mm. And actually, at that time, the song was in a 6-8 feel. Yeah. Oh, God, before the mountains were brought forth. Yeah. When Ben Shive heard it, he thought, you know what? You should straighten that out. And so that's mm. how we did it on the album. And I, I remember, uh, oh, it's just such a great song, just glorying in the fact that God is everlasting. We are not. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting. You are God. Mm-hmm. So they tease out, you know, what difference that makes. In the right. chorus, all our days are held within your hands. Your perfect love and favor have no end. We rest within the wisdom of your plan, everlasting God. And mm-hmm. I remember when we were looking at it, talking actually on the day of the recording, not oh, rehearsal. That's right. Yeah. Day of the recording. Verse looking four. at this this passage where it says Uh, We are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you and our secret sins in the light of your presence. Mm -hmm. Something about, I wanted to capture something of the fact that God in his everlastingness sees everything we do. He knows our ways. He sees our sins, our iniquities. They're all before him. And how do we deal with that? So the line we ended up with, which I think is just very succinctly states what we were, what they were trying to say, O God of light, our ways are known to you, mm. but by your grace, you're making all things new. So there's that gospel hope in there. You look like you're Excellent. about to say something about our devotional. Yes. Why don't you say something about it? Yeah. So... Um... I wanted to just uh, call our attention to a devotional that we put out um, uh, around the time the album came out. And basically, it's a companion to the album. Yep. Um, and I actually wanted to highlight uh, what one of our pastors said based on Psalm 90. Oh, great. Um, all of our pastors in Sovereign Grace churches uh, wrote... Uh, or some of the pastors in Sovereign Grace churches. Yes. Not all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some of the pastors <laughs> wrote um, specifically about each psalm. So this has been just a, a really awesome resource. So you have the you have the whole psalm, uh, and then you have the lyrics, and then you turn the page, and you have a reflection. Mm. Mm. Uh, and Bill Patton, uh, yep. one of our pastors, wrote... Uh, Fellowship in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, wrote... This, that I just wanted to share. Yeah. Though our lives are punctuated with sorrows and proceed relentlessly toward physical death, God's love for us will endure as long as he endures. Oh, amen. As we wait for Christ to return and make all things new, the everlasting God sovereignly governs, governs each of our days with perfect wisdom. Mm. He helps us number our days, verse 12. And establishes the work of our hands, verse 17, mm. bestowing them with eternal significance. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that that's great. So great. And there's a prayer in here, and there's some questions that you can go through if you yes. have a team, if you're going through with a team, or just for yourself. Uh, but 
both volumes, volume one and two, are in this book. Yes. Uh, and it's available to purchase. We're going to put it in the link below. And David, thank you for coming up with this idea because uh, we, we always want our songs to do more than just provide songs to sing on Sunday mornings. We want them to teach, and this devotional yes. is a great accompaniment to the albums. Oh, I've read it multiple times. I've been so encouraged by it. All right, next song. My Soul Will Wait, uh, Psalm 62. This began with Keaton Bunting, who I think is 23 years old, and this is her first song on a Sovereign Grace album. She's the daughter of Keith Bunting, a good friend, who's pastor of Sovereign Grace Church in Melbourne, Florida, and it actually began when we heard it at the songwriter retreat. Is that where we first heard it? Yes. It was actually, well, everybody thought, this is a great song. This is a great song. Yeah. Um, it might need a little bit of work, but this is yes, there. Yes. Um, it was actually based at that time on Psalm 61 and 62. And so I spent some time with her. My name's on the song just because I did a little bit of stuff, but it's mostly Keaton's song. And the thing I want to highlight is that so often when we think of waiting for the Lord to deliver us, it, there's a there's a sadness to it, or just a just a, a some soberness, sobriety, mm. and and even the psalm itself um, talks about how uh, for God, verse five, for God alone, O oh my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from Him. Yeah, you know, th there's just a, a somberness to it. But Keaton, in writing this song, wanted to communicate something of the, the confidence mm. that we have while we're waiting. And it doesn't have to be just, okay, I'm just going to bear with this, kind of a fatalistic, all right, I'll right. wait for you. But an right. active trust yes. in God. I mean, yes. um, he says, he only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. <laughs> and then trust in him at all times, oh people. He, he looks outward. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. So this is more of a pouring out our heart before him and confessing yes. these things we know to be true in the midst of the enemy surrounding and darkness overwhelming. Yes. And yep. uh, love the psalmist, the way the psalmist says it, how long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? I'm about to go down. Hey, but let me tell you something. I am not going down yeah. because the Lord is my solid rock and my salvation. So I just, I love the way that that strength yes. comes through both in the lyrics and the music. And then in verse three, how we come to the gospel, yeah. which is the, the foundation of that secure love. This is love I can't explain. This is mercy unreserved through your sacrifice so great on the cross. I have peace that's undeserved. And then these three lines, for the battle has been won. I fear no shame or loss. Now the sting of death is gone. You're my solid. Oh man, I just love singing this song. <laughs> and then it ends with that, that verse uh, eight, trust in him at all times, pouring out our hearts before you. Yes. We will trust in you. Perfect savior, strong defender. We will trust in you. Yeah. So we, we have used this Numerous times, response yes. to a message, call to worship, call to worship during the during the songs. It, it just it just kind of reminds us, as songs are meant to do, who God is, what He's done, why it matters. Yes, and I remember, uh, just as a side note, I remember we didn't have the tag originally. Mm. Keaton had written it, That's and we right. didn't have it because we were trying to. You the know. song was like ten minutes long. <laughs> it was really long, and you still might think that, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. 
but it's it's constantly moving. I mean, the the song is constantly driving, yes, yes. and it never lets up. And when you finally get to the end, it's just a it's just a beautiful time. We don't really have that where we have a song and then we get to respond yes. to the song we sang. It's typically a different song. Yes, yes. I love that this tag is here, and I yeah. love that we repeat it. It's just like let's sit in this yes, for a moment, yes. responding to what we've received. Well, it's just a different response to who the Lord is. We, you know, in the song, we're in the first part of the song. We're saying, "You're my rock, my salvation, my steadfast hope," and then. It, that's bold and confident. And then the end is just, we're reflecting on it. Perfect savior, yep. strong defender. We're going to trust in you. Yes. No matter what comes. So I yes. love that. All right. And it's just, it's exciting to me that uh, it has been so well received, both in English and in Spanish. In fact, I think there are more views on YouTube for the Spanish version right now than the English version. Um, but that's not surprising. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it resonates in people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay, last song, He Will Keep You, from yeah. Psalm 121. This, another song began at a songwriter's retreat. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I remember I was on uh, your piano, and I was, I was wanting to write uh, a song that was a benediction. So basically a, a send you out into the week kind yes. of song. And yes. I was really inspired by you know, a lot of the, the choruses in the 90s and the early 2000s that were just a simple idea uh, that maybe you, repl- you repeat once or twice. Yeah, or seven or eight or nine <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, depending on. where you're at. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in that at my dad's church. Uh, we just had a chorus at the end as a benediction. Yeah. And I just, it, it's a melody that sticks, truth that sticks in your heart. So I wanted to write that. And so I was writing it based on Psalm 121. And it was, it was just the literal psalm. It was, I lift my eyes up to the hills from where does my help come? Mm. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And I remember... I asked for your help. I just said, Bob, can you come and help me with this? Because I want it to, there's so many good songs based off of Psalm 121. And we've heard that a lot. I lift my eyes up to the hills uh, and just said, Bob, how can we see this from just a different perspective? Mm. You know, same Psalm, but, uh, and you really helped me craft that. Mm, And a lot of it was, I lift my eyes up to this and see, I need not be afraid. The hills are not presenting refuge and safety. Right. They're That's presenting right. danger. That's right. A threat. Threat. We are going to journey forward yeah. and we are going to need to know, will you keep us? Will you sustain us? Yes. Will you provide for us? Can we put our hope and trust in you? Yes. And as we said earlier in the podcast, it's like, that is what we're coming into every week. Yes. The previous week. Doubts, anxieties, stress, trials. We come to Sunday to sit under the word, to be refueled, realigned to yes. God's word. Yes. And as we go, telling people, you're going to experience this again, but God will be there to sustain you. <laughs> it's it's so hard for us to learn that like <laughs> the, the Christian life isn't bad, bad times, bad times. Then all good times, all good times, guys. That's what Jesus did. He just, it's all good times. That will be the new heavens and the new earth. Yeah, yes. But not yep. here. Uh, and I want to address um, the, just a line we've gotten questions about 
He will yeah. keep you from all evils. Yeah. Behind you and before. Yeah, that's good. Right after the song came out, s- s- even a Sovereign Grace pastor emailed me and said, should we be singing that? Isn't mm-hmm. that like Old Testament language? You know, he, he will, it says in verse seven, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. And, and I'm thinking, it's just scripture. It's just scripture. <laughs> yeah. But they, they would say, well, no, that's the, that's the Old Testament. And we need to see that different uh, because it sounds like, uh, you know, health and wealth. Mm. And um, that's I- That's not what we're saying. No, that's not what we're saying. And I, I was, th- I thought of the passage in Luke twenty-one, where Jesus is yes. talking to his disciples to, to explain this, and he says in verse sixteen, "You will be delivered up, even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death." Okay, not a good, not a good future. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. And then he says this, "But not a hair of your head will perish." Well, I'm thinking. Yeah, it sounds contradictory. I'm thinking, like, if I'm put to death, all my heads, all my hair is perished. <laughs> but what he's saying is, God's care for us, the Father's care for us, is so complete and thorough. They might kill you, but not a hair of your head will perish in an eternal sense. Ultimate security. You will be kept from all evils. Yes. All that evil would throw against you. I mean, some have said, you, you should say, he will keep you through all evils. Yes, but the psalm says he will keep you from all evil, meaning I think God intends for us to feel like, to think that there's nothing you can do to me that God has not allowed and that he will not use for my good and his glory. Yes. He will keep me from all evil. What evil would, would, would plot to um, do against me God will keep me from it. And yes. that's the promise we have in Christ. He never sleeps. He's ordained our steps. He holds the nights. He holds the days. He, he'll protect us in every instant forever. Yeah, well, and exactly forever, as you just said. I mean, that, that psalm continues in verse 8. The Lord will keep you. You're going out. You're yes. coming in yes. from this time forevermore. Yes. What it's, not a just, it's not just a future sustaining. Yeah. We need it now. But that hope in the future sustaining of us that he'll keep us to the very end bolsters our faith in the midst of these trials. Yes. And we need to be sent out with truths like this. Mm. You're going out into a world that hates Jesus, that hates the gospel, that Mm. probably hates you. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's going to sustain you every step of the way. Yeah, amen. So that's what songs are meant to do. We hope this has been encouraging to you. Um, we, we, when we write songs, we intend for them to be used because they, they are saying something. And if you're a leader, we hope that you're thinking more about that yeah. as the songs you pick, the songs you choose, they're not just because they're in a good range or because they seem to be going well. No, they actually say something. Yes. And so we hope you see our songs that way, and especially the songs on this album. And we hope this has been encouragement to you. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Look forward to joining uh, with you next time. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.